0: Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio.
1: Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> Welcome, hey girl, hey. Welcome hey. to the Tri Potty. With Eugene. Yay,
2: Rainy. Tripoddy. Tripoddy. Yeah, we're tri- all going to pee on the floor yeah. and hang out with Eugene. <laughs> P-O-D-D-Y. Yeah. No, you meant P-O-T-T-Y.
1: Well, I like, say it was a double entendre. Oh,
2: oh yeah. Rainy. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> World place, Spagliato. Wow. Oh, wow. The Spagliato, a that's
3: a House of the Dragons thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a Darcy. Yeah, I don't get it. It's it's not in the
4: show.
2: It's well, you interview. don't watch. You n- you've never even watched Game of Thrones, correct? Um
3: I thought it was actually from the show. No, it's just a viral moment it's
4: from oh, an HBO it's just Max like an interview, interview
2: between Olivia Coleman. Interview? No, no, Olivia. What's her name? Uh, oh. Al- Olivia Cook. Yes. Yes. This when, is,
4: when you say the wrong name, like my brain refuses. It's in. I can't get back on the right track. Just you
2: naming know? amazing British actresses, but her and uh, Emma Darcy in an interview talking about their favorite drinks. Mm. TikTok
3: has really made things that never would have been heard by anybody, yeah. <laughs> things that are heard by everyone. Like no one would have seen this interview where someone talked about something, wherever it was posted, wherever it exists. But because some person did and then put it on the internet, it's like so much bigger. It's a, It's now like a. you
2: were ordering that at places you How actually ordered it? that drink. Well, I love it, but I love Campari. <laughs> so yeah, you have to like a Negroni before, right? So it was...
4: they thought you were a lunatic when you ordered it
2: because <laughs> I said it like Evan <laughs> Darcy, and they did not know the reference. They were they were
4: one older. person
3: did. Yes. One person came from the depths. It was like ha, ah, ha, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah with Prosecco on it. Ah, <laughs> get the reference. Well, well, you t- you taught me
4: that it's it's Spagliato means just wrong,
2: just kind of like messed up, screwed up. Oh, So it's typically, you know, a Negroni has gin in it with the oh. Campari, but then instead of the gin, they switch it out with Prosecco. So it's a lighter oh. Negroni. But Negroni Spagliato
4: just means, if I'm getting this right, you fucked up the Negroni.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like
3: twisted. It's all screwed error. up. Yeah. Error. Error edition. That's why I'm Zach Spagliato.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> spagliato.
3: <laughs> spagliato Spagliato just sounds like a good pasta dish to ah, Sounds delicious A little spagliato <laughs> I guess spagliato, a lot fettuccine. of Italian probably sounds like a pasta dish to Yeah, America's. I mean, I love pasta We love
2: pasta, we just want it to be a pasta dish Pasta is better than pizza Whoa. Whoa. In okay. my opinion In my opinion it's just, it's just such a broader thing I just feel like if you offered me the best pizza in the world versus the best pasta in the world. I'd probably take the pasta. What do you oh, think best the, in the world. What do yeah. you think
1: the
3: best pasta is? What noodle? What noodle? Which what? Which what would it be? Would it be a lasagna? Would um, it be penne. Are you out
4: of your fucking mind? Is lasagna is fucking
3: good. You think that's the best noodle? I don't know if it's the best noodle, but that's it's a, what you. It, said. That's your favorite dish. <laughs> that's my like. Th- I think that's one of the best Italian dishes. <laughs>
2: mm. But that's I what I'm saying.
3: That. Is that pasta? It's so more varied than pizza. How fucking dare you. Manicotti.
4: You're lucky I can't reach you right now. Penne. I'd slap that smirk (laughs) right off your face.
3: Spaghetti. Bucatini. They're all different. Then you get into gnocchi
4: and you're like, what even is this?
2: Bucatini is a superior spaghetti Mm. for sure. But it's interesting because every pasta is designed to... It's pair well with a specific sauce. <sighs> yeah. Is that can, so? Yeah, cuz yeah. grooves versus like the flatness or versus macaroni with can carry a specific kind of sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah, so then the way that like sauce or meat or vegetables Whatever. cling mm-hmm. to it. Blend. Yeah, it's like it's like a science. But wait, is there yeah. one perfect
4: pairing of each sauce to pasta? Like, does each pasta have? Its there's an perfect- elite
2: pairing. That's why when uh-huh. you go to a Italian restaurant, yeah. you see pappardelle. It's usually with like a pork. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a heavy like a ragu. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, or if you it's see, just thrilling. Yeah, yeah. Or like, there's very specific things. I mean, w- there's a reason why when you get like cacio e pepe, it's uh-huh. the same type of noodle. Yeah.
3: And like fettuccine is with the Alfredo, but linguine is typically with a lighter sauce and mm-hmm. can sometimes be a red sauce, but typically it's a seafood like an oil seafood or an oil or a like red sauce seafood.
1: It's making me so hungry. I have
3: this breakfast burrito that's been sitting on the table. I've had it for a few hours. Is it okay to eat?
4: Why
1: would? It, why is it not? Oh eating? my gosh. Have you not heard about the car burrito? A few hours is nothing. <laughs> I think I honestly, I don't know if I should tell the story If we should get Will Whitware in to tell it.
3: Will has a car burrito. I don't know if Will should be my barometer for healthy eating. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Will, but... Did he keep a burrito in the car for a long time?
1: For like three days. Oh, no, no. And no. then he ate was it. He,
3: if he was in Minnesota and it was winter, sure.
1: No, he was in Los Angeles. No! Nope. And he thinks no, it's fine.
2: It's not
4: fine.
1: I know, and he was like, "Oh well, like nothing bad happened." But he has like he literally has such bad gastrointestinal issues that he talks about openly. I
2: gotta come out with it. I'm, I admit, I probably would be a will in that situation. You'd eat it,
3: but you, you have
2: an iron stomach. I know, but I also like I'm very like, go with the flow. People think that it's. I'm. I'd be like, "Ew!" No, I'd be like. If something drops on the floor like outside and yeah. it's a delicious piece of food, of course I will eat it. Uh, it depends on. If the it's floor. in the sand, I'll eat it. Like oh, a lasagna. I don't care. Did
1: you ever work in restaurants?
2: And I've worked in restaurants.
1: Did you eat, did you take the plates away? And
2: Absolutely. Eat? <laughs> <laughs> you, and that is not allowed in restaurants, but when you were a server, one of the biggest rules is you can't eat yeah. the food that's left over. Mm-hmm. But when you're working like power. two shifts in a day, and yeah. I worked at an uh, at this dim sum place, yeah. so it was all Hand up, like dumplings. You could just grab. Oh, it's dim sum. Someone eats like someone. Someone eats like one dumpling and leaves six. Yeah, and I bring it back, and it's eight p.m. and I didn't have any food. Yeah, I'm sure. And they make you work
1: like twelve hours. Those
2: dumplings in my mouth, baby. Oh Oh. yeah, I was like a (laughs) rabid little squirrel in the corner eating. But a lot of servers do that.
1: Did you get yelled at a lot when you were a server?
2: Um, not by not by by
1: the customers, but by your managers.
2: No, no, not by my managers. Uh, I think it was uh for me, it was a pretty, it was a. The, the worst part about being a server was the customers. I would say yeah. it was namely customers, service, p- front-facing positions are, I always believe people should be required to have a year of that. It almost like yeah. s- semester abroad. <laughs> you have <laughs> to be servers. in retail or in in uh, the oh, food yeah. industry just to get like the brunt of just irate. Yeah. Like people get more irate about things like yeah. a, a bill as yeah. a po- or just like something that they expect like. This was supposed to have this versus this, then um they do about politics. Oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just Well, so I know strange. that
4: if you have that experience, you will never in your life be rude to a server. Yeah. Cause it's just like why It's, it's just
1: like why on. you're
4: you're you're beating that down on the wrong people.
1: And what I don't think people realize is the server often has been there for like nine hours. Like you just came into the restaurant, but they didn't. Like they're exhausted. You know, also
2: the talent of being whether you're a bartender or server or retail like juggling
1: mm-hmm. tr-
2: 20 tables at once? Yeah. You're doing just quick math in your head. Yeah. And you are quite literally sprinting the entire day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How long did you work as a server?
2: Five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did
1: you start in college?
2: I did one year in high school. And then I did four years out of, no, I guess six years actually total. I did it to support myself while I was freelancing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you freelanced before you went to BuzzFeed?
2: Yeah. What did Freelance you Freelance for five years. Music videos, commercials, things oh. that were like cool, cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool yeah. But stuff. mainly kind of uh, nose to the grindstone, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just very much like yeah. whatever job Sounds I could take. Painful. Yeah. Did yeah. you
1: um, Did you have like an existential crisis? Yeah, oh this is
2: like a- <sighs> I know, I'm just sort of like- Inside you, the actor's well, studio I feel Rainey. like,
1: I, I think I've asked them these same questions. Oh, but okay. like. So this is why I want to, so you, yeah, when you graduated college in between graduating college and getting like a full-time job, how did you sort of like... Were, did you freak out every day? Because I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in a,
2: I was in a constant flux of anxiety and still am to a certain degree. But yeah. I think that that's pretty n- natural, especially yeah. when you're in your 20s.
4: I want to say yeah. on the record, Rainy, you're way more successful at your age than we were at your
1: age. Yeah, really?
3: Oh
4: yeah. I
1: feel like wait, when did you guys go ha- get ha- into Buzzfeed?
3: I didn't know
2: us when I was your age,
3: <laughs> 26
2: or 27.
1: Okay. Yeah. So so I guess I'm I'm a year younger than you guys.
2: But Keith and I also graduated college in the recession, which was not fun. Oof. It wasn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was poor. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> like
1: job markets are
3: always scary. Yeah. I was that making was... like seventeen thousand dollars a year. Yeah.
1: Where did you live?
3: Chicago in We're an like, apartment with a bunch of boys. With a
1: bunch of boys. Bunch okay. bunch
3: of boys. Mm-hmm.
1: How was how dirty was it?
3: Dirty. <laughs> it was a bunch of boys. Yeah. I mean. Definitely like my room was not well maintained, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. We had like a couple of us were cleaner boys than Did you have mice boys. maggots, bed bugs, no, rats? No maggots. Oh my maggots. I
1: had maggots once. From what? what? I live in the boys' frisbee house in college and we had mice maggots. and the boys? You need
3: frisbee house? Yeah. You need I, I, yeah. dead stuff for that.
1: Girl, I don't know. It was in the, <laughs> they were in the trash.
3: We didn't have mice. Okay, maggots could get in the trash, I guess, but that's tough. You have to let your trash be there for a long time and have like yeah. A piece of meat that flies could lay eggs in and then hatch. Wait, where were the maggots? Were
2: they in the trash can? Because that happens. But
1: yeah, they were in the they were in the trash can in the house. that happens.
2: Guys, it's Thanksgiving. People are cooking meals. This is the well, you absolute get, last you thing you want to hear for, about. You got to watch out for bed bugs.
1: Yeah, well, we also had bed bugs, but for some reason I didn't get them. They were only in the my my That's apartment. It's a classic not
3: have co-living good
2: experience good is the bed bug
3: scare.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. I know. It's Yeah, like burn
4: your stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You have to throw away all your belongings and then c- consider That maybe you don't want to live anymore either, (laughs) 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 because you'll never be clean again. Uh, And then, then you somehow move on. But it takes years.
1: Did you have fights about cleaning then, or was everybody just sort of like everybody did
3: their bullshit? Yeah. Like, but in college, we I had roommates that didn't clean after themselves. Mm -hmm. We had to have some let have some living room talks. Door wheel? Yeah. yeah. No, not even that. It was just like, guys, you have to do something. You yeah. can't not ever grocery shop and not wash the dishes and right. not cook and not vacuum. Like oh. you have to do something.
1: You were being like their mother.
3: Yeah. And you basically, sort of a, yeah. and it, it was no good. It didn't work. Yeah. But yeah, after college, no, everyone, I luckily had guys who were a little bit more put together and like yeah. we, we cleaned and it okay. wasn't as clean as Becky would want it.
1: I do think she told a story on You Can Sit With Us. That was, I asked Keith where the cleaning supplies were, and he said, in the store.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, the store. We didn't clean a lot, and that was in LA. And that was because I went from being like, (laughs) <laughs> uh, poor at home to then having a job, and then like I didn't have a car, so my commute to Buzzfeed was like on public transit. So oh. I was like gone at seven in the morning and home at like seven thirty or p.m. And I was like, I was I was dead at the yeah. end of the day. I just wasn't able to do anything else. Yeah. But I also wasn't. I was no longer eating meals at the home either. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was eating everything, all the food at, at Buzzfeed.
1: <laughs> do they have a cafeteria, or was it like?
3: No, I just ate their snacks. I just lived off snacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> snack we had lunch
3: and then sometimes I'd buy lunch, but typically I had breakfast made of some sort of snacks. I made um, peanut butter toast every day oh, with banana. Yeah, with bananas oh, and, yeah. A, and a can of apple juice. <laughs> we, can, we we have toast here. I would love some freaking
2: peanut oh, butter toast. Gotta toast. Snack. That sounds good as hell. We gotta get toast. But, Randy, to your point, yeah. I would say anyone out there who experiences like employment <laughs> anxiety, it's totally normal. Yeah. And people who see even our history, especially like yeah. landing a gig at what? Was fledgling BuzzFeed. Uh-huh. I mean, I was twenty eight, yeah. and that was seen as a failure to most people who knew me. Oh yeah, I it was, was like, uh-huh. I was admitting defeat. Oh my god, because freelance was so hard. I, I mean, I would just be editing for pennies, yeah. shooting for pennies. We were interns. Like, Imagine being
3: a yeah. twenty-seven yeah. or twenty-eight-year-old intern at, in in the industry you went to school for.
1: Uh huh.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, not I went. a film company
4: at a fledgling internet startup, video yeah. startup. Yeah, yeah. it Short was a form. big.
3: Now, for me, I had never had any job in the arts, so I was like, "Well, this I'm totally fine. I need to learn more." Mm-hmm. But for like Eugene, who is way overqualified mm-hmm. for that, title,
2: well, it was interesting. It was it was <laughs> for you, it was a big deal, Eugene fan. For me, it was like <laughs> it was I'm gonna make it. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not gonna broadcast how m- many student loans I was able to take out as a film student at USC. Uh huh. Um, it was a lot, uh, and I think that. The millennial complex, which is mm-hmm. very much like the first, I think, recognition that higher education might just like not be worth it in yeah. some ways. Like yeah. I, there's way more ways that one can. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. It's not establish the only themselves. way. Yeah. We were sure. raised to really it's think the like only way. The yeah. best thing you can make of yourself is to go to college. Yeah. And if you can afford to take on enough student loans, like you'll be mm-hmm. basically guaranteed. Uh, job security. And when the recession hit, right when I graduated, that was like not the case. And I went to like arguably what was considered the top film school in the world. right? And I walked out of there and I was like, well, (laughs) none of us are getting hired. uh, So that's why I became a waiter again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that, you know, then back to the first point, that's kind of the beauty of service jobs is that you Mm -hmm. make lifelong friends with those people. Oh yeah. Yeah, Those are people like you kind of, mm -hmm end up hating people in offices just because office settings Uh are so corporate and you know there's so many people that you just well there's a common enemy
1: for yeah for wait staff yeah
2: oh absolutely and it's table three (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then the person walks in you're just like you get a girl and they're like all right you owe me one and then you know it's just uh Mm. it's it's a yeah i i I certainly have so many friends that i definitely what are they are they scattered
1: in in different industries
2: yeah. And there a lot of them were very much because this is LA, like yeah. focused on either performance, like acting or behind the camera and they're all doing really well now, which yeah. is great. Oh. Yeah.
1: We love a success story. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. just work hard and hopefully things turn out. But sometimes things are out of control, which sucks.
1: It takes way longer. I feel like in college it's like instant just so fast paced. And then once you graduate, it's like takes just years to, yeah. for anything to happen.
2: Little Wing is now streaming on
3: Paramount+. Plus.
4: I'm in a period of emotional upheaval.
3: I all the, oh, I don't care crap?
2: A little adventure. Where are you going?
4: I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia.
2: Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox.
0: Life can hurt,
3: but life is sweet.
2: Little Wayne, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus.
4: Well, we're talking about the past, but we're mm-hmm. also, Eugene's here. And yes. so we're thinking about the future. <laughs> we're thinking about things that are on our minds. And uh, I wanted to take this moment to maybe, you know, we, we've talked about how next year of Try Guys, there's going
1: to be some changes. Oh, I'm oh. really curious about this. We're going to be yeah. working on
4: some new shows. And so I thought maybe for this chance, we could this opportunity of us together on the pod, we could do some reform, bad pitch only. Oh. Because I've got a show that uh-huh. I think we should be making.
2: Okay. Inter- Ooh. We, R- R- rainy, hit us with bad the pitch Bad Pitch only. theme
4: song.
1: Bad Ideas <laughs> is not a slogan we use anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Eugene left. It took me a second to realize why that was so I funny, got it. and it's
0: very funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so oh my god. Thank you. Thank you, you. That is so
0: funny.
1: Oh my we god. We might have to cut it though. Oh, no, no,
2: you are keeping that in. That is
3: wow. So you have a bad pitch for us that That's we should so make? funny. This is a good pitch. <laughs>
4: We don't do bad. So funny, (laughs)
3: Randy. I said bad pitch, not idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had to throw away so many shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Goodwill got some items. The uh, last couple months, yeah.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that we were trying to start with like a very like serious ref- reflection on yeah uh, the millennial <laughs> <laughs> industry work complex, and now we just uh-huh. totally went off the rails. Yep. But it was great. Let's keep this energy going. Tell us your your uh, bad. Okay. okay, this is a good <laughs> idea. This okay. is yeah. a
4: this is a good idea. Oh, good good idea. Now we've been looking for a long time for an interview format, right? Mm-hmm. Keith loves hosting. Sure. Yeah, and he's a great host. I love it better than us. Wow
2: well, better than a lot of people who get hired for hosts. Yeah. Oh, that's that's true. That's There's some bad hosts. hosts. Okay. Okay. So
4: yep. interview format, uh-huh. right? How do we get more Celebos on our channel?
2: Ugh. We're no, so I just have a quick question. Yes. <laughs> who first said Celebos? It <laughs> me. It <laughs> makes my nipples
0: <laughs> invert themselves my fault. out
2: of cringe. That's on me. <laughs> Where did this word come from? Celebo. <laughs> it's like people who say pep when they talk about pepper.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, a little black hey, Can pep? you, hey, pass the pep. As pass opposed the pep. to a, like,
2: the one in your step? Yeah, as opposed to the one in my step. I don't mind the one in my step. Did you, I you ever don't, find the one on my bucatini?
3: Really cringy <laughs> when your parents would use shortened words to like, at, at like the dinner table specifically, like, sure. like, can I have a glass of white Zin, please? <laughs> oh, mom, just say Zinfandel. You know, my mom loves. <laughs> my mom's a big fan
4: of Tarjay.
1: Oh, yeah. Phantifying
4: oh. target and like, come
2: on, mm. man. I, I mean this not as like a read, just as an observation. I think this is distinctly like Wait. white American culture. Oh, stuff, sure. Right? Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Sure, sure, yeah. like sure. Cute abbreviations of uh-huh. things that then get kind of passed down and shared amongst right groups. And yeah. BT dubs, I'm going
4: to be that <laughs> for my children. BT dubs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I already am. I, I abbreviate the most
2: oh,
1: infuriating yeah. things. Why uh, say the whole word when you can say half of it? I
2: I am trying to think of the thing that you abbreviate the most. Uh, now I'm just imagining like mini habbers out going like, "Can I meet the Celebo?" <laughs> That's so funny though. <laughs> but well, your kids are not kid. going to
4: say
3: Celebo. Your kids going to be like
1: Dude.
3: So I think it's because Celeb to me is cringy. Instead of mm. saying celebrity. More cringy than celebo? So I made, no, no, it's, it's, that's why I made a more cringy version because oh, like if we're going to be cringy, let's, yeah. let's be cringy. Let's say yeah. celebo. That sounds so dumb. You know what? I appreciate that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> T-Y-, T-Y. T-Y. You say appreciate huh? appreciate Yeah. yeah. I, I can't
4: find it in my text, but I, Ugh. I abbreviated something the other day that I, as I was typing, I'm like, this is insufferable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's more For verbal. DMS. Like you don't
4: write it out. I did, which is why it was so bad. Well, you, re- you wrote yeah. it out? Yeah, it was pretty and stuff.
2: You know what's interesting is like um, <laughs> the the movement of language and the way that we do things casually. Like um, I believe Gen Zers overall don't mm-hmm. use things like LOL, mm-hmm. uh-huh. right? It's more just like they'll write yeah. out ha or something like that. But uh-huh. it's it's <gasps> interesting how I things, <laughs> it's interesting how like, you know, that even just internet slang is, is generational in a strange way. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. 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 One thing in defense of LOL yeah. is you. It also has the internet slang identity of meaning multiple things. So we put LOL on the ends of things. Oh yeah, to like to to make them less serious. Make them less serious. And something about sure. saying something right. about saying haha at the end of something, which I think is also very Gen Z. Yeah. It's, it's almost even more aware that it's self serious. Uh-huh. it's not self serious. So it's like. Uh-huh. Almost like drier. It's almost more of a attack.
1: Right. If which, somebody says "haha" to me, I'm like gonna send a yeah. screenshot to my friend and be like, "Do you think this person's mad?" Yeah, no,
2: it yeah. Almost, <laughs> which I kind of like. <laughs> it's almost a tone. <laughs>
4: of, it's almost a tone indicator, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a tone indicator. You're, you're adding "lol" at the end of your
3: sentence mm-hmm. to show like,
1: uh, oh, like, but we're good, we're good, we're good. I'm, yeah, I'm not threatening. I'm yeah, not,
4: I'm
3: not upset. There's nothing. There's no more to read into this. Lol. Yeah, lol. Yeah. lol. lol I do lol. like, <clears throat> and I used to not, but I do think it's funny to say "lol." Out loud, out loud? uh huh <laughs> it's just you, funny it's it's and i think it's leaning into the cringe of it again it's like lol <laughs> yeah. lol cats lol
1: <laughs> um have you seen that thing that's like it's crazy that lmao um stood around but rofl is dead
3: and raffle copter
1: what's raffle copter <laughs>
3: that's how people used to write raffle copter uh huh they just put the word copter at the end like a helicopter like a little okay raffle that never hit me you never heard saw raffle copter Eugene <laughs> No. No Rafflecopter? Absolutely not. I don't know what this is.
4: The Rafflesaurus, sure.
3: That's not real. (laughs) Rafflecopter. I don't know (laughs) Rafflecopter. Okay, I got to look up Rafflecopter to make sure I wasn't living in a a different dimension. (laughs) Maybe it was the mid-2010s with... Yeah, Rafflecopter. I only had to write raffle with the letter C, and I got lots of Rafflecopter. Rafflecopter, meaning... It. Rafflecopter <laughs> blends the word helicopter and the internet acronym well, ROFL. That part we got. <laughs> and it was coined in 2003 by moderators on a World of Warcraft 3 forum in reference to a vehicle in that online game known as the Gyrocopter. So it was came from video gaming.
2: A lot of stuff came from video gaming. or just very, people like speaking online very cool in those Keith. forums. Yeah.
3: Look, I'm just telling you what I saw. And I saw a Rafflecopter.
2: I, I wonder if... From mid 2010s which we were obviously part of this, mm-hmm. but this even like the Buzzfeed badges were like oh yeah internet Win. speak yeah and like oh, yeah. lol omg fail.
3: <laughs> the thing about how funny a Rafflecopter is.
4: So so just to be clear, <laughs> you would like text something like like we don't say bad ideas anymore, and you'd reply Rafflecopter.
3: I mean, <laughs> I we didn't text in two thousand three. <laughs> So you said this out loud. Oh. No, I said this on forums, and I actually never said it. I just knew of it. I or AOL Instant Messaging. What forum were you on? Oh, I was on a bunch of forums as a kid. I don't even remember oh, specifically. So this, was, this was like it's 2003 early. Millennial. So yes, this is like 2001 to 2005. Wait, 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 like I'm wait, in wait, high what? school.
4: I, I didn't know that you were on a forum. What forum? I was this on is like exciting.
3: like juggling forums. <laughs> <laughs> The AOL no, chat room for not. juggling. No, you fucking weren't. <laughs> how else was I going to learn how to juggle?
4: What did you talk about on a juggling forum?
3: People would explain and like post <laughs> gifs of like how to do trick, how to how to do like things I didn't know this how to is do. Adorable. <laughs> I was.
4: You fucking darling. Lord. I was a juggler. Oh my god, you're so cute. <laughs> I didn't have it. Like, you gotta remember, you.
3: you guys grew up in places with things. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least you could get to things within an hour. It took me an hour to get to a shopping mall. It took me 45 minutes to get to a bowling alley. So that's where I was. So that means most days I'm not going to a shopping mall or a bowling alley or an arcade or a movie theater. They're all too far away. So what am I going to do? I can play my instruments. That's why I got good at French horn. And I can juggle. I can do things that only require me.
4: Yeah. And, and you juggling, got damn good at it,
3: and I got good at those things. And so, and all, you know what other forums are e- equally lame? What equally lame? I think it's adorable, not lame. Um, I was on a lame one too. Uh Larping <laughs> forums where I made <gasps> foam weapons and I fought yes! my friends, and oh I met shit. people in other parts of Tennessee, and we met up and we fought each other with our foam weapons. That oh, freaking
4: my rules. gosh! Yeah.
1: How come we never did our? That's lo- so We've never done a try guys
4: larping video. We it's
3: crazy. It? It's on the.
2: It's always been on the docket.
3: It's a good one. We were going to do it in conjunction with the D and D one. We were going to do like nerdcore yeah. as a series. But you
2: kind of want to go to the true larping. We need to go on an overnight competitions or whatever. They're
3: in the yeah. woods in the summer yeah. and you and the, all they do is battles all day fucking long. And just it's, to it's out like myself, I was
4: on a lost forum and I <laughs> <laughs> and I I shared theories about the show Lost and we shared some bad
3: theories. And then also like were you on the internet when there were chat rooms? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was in chat rooms too and those are just arbitrary chat rooms Yeah, I don't even know who I oh I was on a chess forum so I was trying to get good at chess for a while and I and then, then I was like AOL instant messenger so right. I messaged sure, my sure, friends sure. and emailed my friends and that was basically it
4: okay so to bring us back to yeah. bad pitches ASL uh, <laughs> um, so you know LARPing <laughs> is on our we must do
2: the children listening will have no idea what that means ASL, ASL? do you
4: know ASL
1: American Sign Language?
2: No.
4: That's what it should well, That's be. what it should mean.
2: Wait, no. what's A? A backslash S, S backslash, backslash L. L. Actually, right. it's,
3: Usually just, question mark. it's just slash. It's just slash, but at the time it was backslash.
1: Mm-hmm. It used to be called backslash? Mm-hmm.
3: No kidding. Yeah. yeah. No isn't that, kidding. Isn't that fucking crazy? Isn't that weird? Yeah.
1: Wait, so, what is it? Age, sex,
4: sex location. location.
3: How
2: age? old are you? Oh. What's your gender? Where are you? Because <sighs> the chat rooms were a wild west of like real pervy, strange people. Oh, and yeah. It was the first time people can like anonymously like just talk to each other about stuff yeah and let's be honest here we
4: were children always pretending to be a little bit older than we were so you would be like say 11 but you'd be like i'm 16 and i'm in florida
3: or like 13 male Florida. <laughs> yeah. What's
1: that one that's like anonymous video chat, and you can just go on, and then like you're paired with oh, a few with of
3: those. There's there's is- chat roulette, chat roulette, that's there's roulette. Another one. Time. Oh, oh time. omegle, omegle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's way. Oh, you way weren't past doing past our omegle. Childhood. Yeah. It yeah. didn't
4: yeah. exist until like three years ago. Or no. something. No. Oh no. Like- chat
3: roulette was, I think, in our college
2: or just after college time. But aim, like AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. The best was just being able to directly for the first time, like. Chat with your friends like directly. That was yeah, cool. and you but can even a way. You message. can basically go to the. It's like a chat room list. Yeah, a huge list of all these different interests. Mm-hmm. Which for some just ended up being like, I can finally enter a gay chat room and talk to other gay people. Uh-huh. But I would say ninety five percent of people at the time were yeah. just catfishing because it was the thing you did as a, either like a little kid or as much yeah. more. I'm I'm sure we all talked so to old, old older person. Some but some like, yeah. Right? Uh, like, you, it was, there was no
4: verification, too. Yeah. So in the, when you first, like, we're talking AOL, even before AIM. Like, when you, yeah. to get on the internet, you had to go into AOL. There were chat rooms, and it was like, you could just pick whatever one you wanted. And so you would be like, okay, well, I'm nine, but I'm going to go into this chat room with 30-year-olds. And mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend I'm 30 today.
2: We were and, also of the age uh, that, you know, if you watch something like... Um, Pen15 on Hulu. You'll see a great mm-hmm. episode about it, but it's just kind of like most of us would do it with friends or we'll just like sit around and be like, <laughs> we're just going to talk to strangers today. Yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. totally harmless. Yeah. Um, or you were in Tennessee us, like me us, and you were alone.
3: Yeah. So you were actually alone talking to people on the internet <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> there's no one else to talk to. <laughs> How big
1: was your town? Like, did you have neighbors who were in?
3: 2,000 people and we were the county seat. We were the big town.
1: Oh my god! I'm gosh. telling you,
3: I grew up in like
1: two thousand people. So how many people your age? About the county
3: seat. I don't know how many people were in my grade. Yeah. So probably like a hundred.
1: A hundred people.
3: Maybe less. Maybe eighty. And you
1: had a girlfriend in high school? Uh huh. That you knew since you were born?
3: No. Sometimes Did people move moved in? into town. She was the Also, new girl? So, so and this I don't know if this this term is what what the term was called, but there were multiple elementary schools. Uh huh. But they were called feeder schools uh-huh. because they own they were only. Two high schools. Okay. So when you got into high school, you met the people you never met before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they lived three miles from you. You just didn't meet them. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, oh, there's other people. And then, yeah, sometimes I was, I I dated people that I knew from kindergarten at some point. We didn't like date date. Yeah. But I like knew them. Yeah. And like we like, I, I kissed some of them. <gasps>
1: <gasps> mm-hmm.
3: That's Whoa. tea. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, I, you know, at, and that because that, th- that was the dating pool.
1: Would you recommend it?
4: Kissing someone? Uh, no,
3: yeah. <laughs> growing up in a Growing up in a tiny town, uh-huh. I think there are advantages. It yeah. was very, very safe. Um, because, it was. Yeah, because it like- You knew everybody. You knew everybody. Uh-huh. We didn't lock our door at our house ever. Wow. I, mean, I was a latchkey kid, but I didn't need a key. Uh-huh. You know, I just came home. I'd be home for like an hour and a half by myself, by my parents, before my parents got home from their work. And I just did homework and chilled, watched Nickelodeon.
1: What did your parents do?
3: My mom was a teacher. Uh-huh. My dad is an a en- uh, mining engineer. Oh, so he designed underground mines and made them more structurally sound, or like figured out if they were expanding a mine into a certain area of the ground if it was safe, how oh. far they could go.
1: That's high stakes job. It was. Yeah.
3: So it's the only occupation with its own safety and health administration. It doesn't. Ha- it has OSHA and MSHA, oh. the mining safety and health administration, because it's so fucking dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. MSHA. And if you do things MSHA. wrong. People die. Also, you do things super wrong. People, people above die. the mine die. Oh. Like you can make sinkle. You, you know, like you're uh. under people uh-huh. sometimes in your mind. Your mind might be under the entire town. Uh, do something wrong. No kidding. The town collapses.
1: So it was a mining, was it a mining? <laughs> That's it very wasn't a rare, obviously. Town, right?
3: But uh, yeah, it was a mining town. Okay. Yeah. Wow. One of the main occupations of the town was the mine. Wow. Because we were lived in the
1: mountains. What were you mining? Zinc. Oh, for what? Zinc. What does zinc do?
3: Uh, Zinc is in Green? some so construction <laughs> materials Zinc is also like a thing we eat in some small amounts But when you're mining mm. it, I don't know if that's how it's used But it's in like it's a lot of stuff But yep. I moved away eventually because mm-hmm. the cost of mining zinc At some point was higher than the cost of selling zinc So a lot of zinc mines um, closed Including the zinc mm. mine that we had So we moved away But now that zinc mine is open again because oh. it has changed and zinc is more valuable because a lot of zinc mines closed. So then there was a scarcity. So then some of them reopened.
1: When, okay, we'll get back to the bad ideas. But first, <laughs> when, when did you, how old were you when you moved and the mines closed down? And where did you move to?
3: 17, Illinois.
1: When the mines closed Yeah,
3: we, I moved when I was 17. Were you upset to move? No, I was kind of excited. I mean, part of me, you, sure. Yeah, I had a girlfriend, <gasps> but my girlfriend- Hi, so Jean is here. This is a rare occurrence. I know, I know but I'm- talk, talk about down. the mine I'm, Andy, can, yeah. I'm all learning about zinc. Uh, well, I, I had a girlfriend who played French horn, <laughs> but she went to another school. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we were already kind of kind of long distance, but then that was definitely the beginning of the end of that relationship, of course. Yeah.
2: Can yeah, can maintain it. Yeah, you had a true small town down. upbringing. True small town. I had a kind of in-between I mean, you were almost. You were smallish. No, I was sure. a small town. Yeah, to a suburban of a major booming oh, city. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I went from growing up in a development where every house next to you was being built, and we oh. had. A, I grew up against, across a farm with yeah. horses, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which got knocked knocked down. Wait, right.
4: is it, I thought I only knew Pflugerville.
2: Pflugerville where I grew up. Yeah,
4: right. But you said. Oh, did okay. It suburban, a suburban. I thought you just sprawl. said that you moved. No,
2: well, I mean, I, grew, I actually was born in a small town near Waco, which a lot of people don't know, and then I moved to Pflugerville as a child. Uh-huh.
1: Wait, you also grew up with horses?
2: Horses around me.
1: So you and Matt I mean, sort of are riders together? No,
2: he was he was more in the like families that would. Uh, You know, invest in having their kids sit on the horses. I was the kid who grew up near horses. I like would look at the horses across the street. Matt was equestrian. Yeah, I was like, cool, look at that horse. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it was
4: interesting because we had the the horses. Yeah,
2: he was an equestrian (laughs) person. Uh, Eugene was a horse guy. (laughs) Yeah, it was interesting. From the I guess like because coming from immigrant parents, I was the signal of a town growing. Like our family was representative of it becoming. Mm-hmm. Less like uh, Keatstown, sure, yeah, uh, sure, because we had people moving in to start working at places <gasps> uh-huh. in Austin, yeah. So now Fruita is considered like pretty much like a little t- little city uh-huh. connected to Austin. Mm-hmm. But when I was a child in the 80s, it was like, yeah, nothing. Yeah. There was yeah. so few people there. Uh, certainly no Asians, but now there's
1: tons, huge Asian American community. It's so crazy because Denver, when I was growing up, was pretty small. Like yeah. even when I was growing up, and that was like ten years ago, and now it's just like giant. Every time I come home, there it's, it's like the skyline is bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. Yeah, but yeah. it's so weird. Did you have like? I mean, I know my dad grew up in Denver with like dirt roads. Like Whoa. that's that's how fast. That's how so what different was... than the
2: Denver that I know? I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, we called them. God, I don't know if this is appropriate, but people call them the like the drunk driving roads. Oh, <laughs> they're like the two lane roads that people just would go. 100 uh-huh. miles per hour down in the middle of the night yeah. after mm-hmm. drinking or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they would be like, well, that's where this person died.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause, Cause, it's well, just cause like in there's just the some areas with like
2: not
3: really a speed limit in Texas or the that. It's a high speed limit. Yeah. And it's a two lane, just road, a two lane But it's like yeah. a 75 mile hour speed limit. So people are going like
2: 85 or 90 on it. I there's They've adjusted no that now, which is good. It's <laughs> fine. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. dro-
3: I've driven on it before and it was terrifying. It was, yeah. yeah. That was like northern Texas though that I did when that was because there's fucking nothing up there.
1: Yeah. We but I still want to hear your interview show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> on, oh, yeah, yeah, your interview yeah. show. Well, that's interview what show. We've
4: been building up to this whole right. time. This is kind of a taste of the interviews that you might get <laughs> yeah. on my part. For- so I am hoping that we can come up with some new formats for our channel. And this is one I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's called Hot Ones. <laughs> and it's an interview show where you eat increasingly hot food. Really? I think this has spice in temperature.
1: It's no. just plagiarism but You're still <laughs>
3: calling it Hot Ones? No, so it burns your mouth it's <laughs> You're just... basically lightly and to severely burning your mouth
4: Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Uh So it's like (laughs) Natalie Portman burns the roof of her mouth. Yeah. While telling us about Thor,
3: boiling kimchi <laughs> stew—that's yeah. a hot one.
2: I would argue that maybe Korean cuisine has the hottest temperature. You foods. do because we are our yeah. pot, our potware and everything is designed to maintain it's just iron heat. Yeah. So my experience eating food growing up was you have to burn your mouth or it's not good.
4: Hell yeah. Well, there's something to it. This was inspired by we we had a what dish was it, Keith? That we ate that like the heat was part of the experience. It was so. Oh, it was these mushrooms that we had.
3: Oh yeah, we had these really hot. Like these were not psychedelic mushrooms, by the way. They were just, they were just oyster mushrooms, and they were actually a variety. What cuisine of mushrooms. was it? Uh, Japanese yeah, ish. Yeah, ish. But it was like just really fucking delicious mushrooms, and they were but hot they were as balls,
4: sizzling. Like in a, in a iron pot. So like it just had the temperature was wild.
3: And you know, mushrooms they are full of water. So they're just boiling hot. If you've ever had a deep fried mushroom, you'd be like, oh my God, how am I supposed to eat this? (laughs) It's so fucking hot. And so it made me think of what is the threshold I can go
4: to? And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you have the first interview round and you go, oh yeah, that's pretty warm food. Your second round, you go ha ha ha, ha 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 ha, and you're answering a question while you do that. I think this got so, this got
2: legs. I know the payoff of uh, kind of circumventing what your great idea was really relied on what the the actual idea was, and it's a terrible idea. Zach. It's a terrible idea. It's really bad. <laughs> you're not only plagiarizing the name of a very famous <laughs> interview show. Wait, I am. <laughs> Hot ones. What's that? <laughs> That's the show I just <laughs> came up with. <laughs> He's playing silly. So You're being silly. silly,
4: Zach. I think this is a good... I'm going to make a TikTok
3: and it's going to crush. Oh, it could be called Burning Questions.
2: That's better.
1: That's really Ellen's help. thing.
2: Yeah, that is Ellen's
4: Fuck. thing. I like or Hot, Hot Ones thing. more.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Hot Ones is a great title and a great show.
3: What if I call it Hot... Hot. What if it's H-A-U-T-E? Hot. Hot ones. There Hot is, I think.
1: Uh, copyright
4: funny. applies to soundalikes as well.
1: Fuck. Oh, yeah. I've got an idea. Brittany Broski on Eat the Menu.
4: I'm down. Why not make her our inaugural guest on Hot Ones?
1: Okay, <laughs> she can do both. It's okay. a yes and situation. Well, if
4: you're telling me that's a bad idea, top it. What <laughs> it to be a worse idea?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, should we? Since oh, my-
3: you know, I, I had a. It, I honestly, it was an idea that I thought someone like uh cut video or the people who do like the lineup style videos would be. And it would be called, can these 30-year-olds tell what age these kids are?
1: Oh, that's funny.
3: Because <laughs> I... Just could, looking at a kid. Yeah, yeah. I like... Sometimes, we'll. See, Becky and I were driving somewhere, and we're like, look at those high schoolers. I'm like, are they high schoolers? How old do you think they are? 14? <laughs> it could be 18. Maybe they're 12. I don't...
4: I think for I that to work, though, you need a kid to come in one at a time. Because if yeah. I see a whole bunch of kids, then I'll be able to be like, okay, well, no, I thought that this kid was 14, but this is clearly a 14-year-old, so this kid must be whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> you do one at a time, I think I would do terribly.
3: We basically saw these three high, three, I think, 15-year-olds. And we started being like, okay, well, the three skateboarding kids, they probably aren't 16 or else they'd be in a car. Just because it was like a Saturday, they'd be cruising around. They wouldn't be skateboarding, but maybe they would. I don't know. And then one of them had a pair of weed socks, like had a big marijuana leaf on their socks. I'm like, okay, well, that screams high school. But so that tell me, like, that's probably more 17 or 18s. So maybe they're about to go to college or they're in college if they're able to wear weed on their clothing because their parents sure. probably wouldn't be into that.
2: But we're also in Southern California.
3: We're actually. also in Southern California. Maybe and, they
2: didn't know it was weed. <laughs>
3: the, <laughs> it was like, I feel like it was a weed flower plant wearing sunglasses. <laughs> it was like the weediest thing. Smoking of weeds. a doobie. Yeah. And then it the, also sounds oh. like a
2: high school thing, though. It does. Yeah. But it was,
3: we just could not gauge their age. And I was like, I bet this is not just us. Oh, gauge your age. <laughs> gauge really? your
1: age. Keith has a knack. For names. names, I got the
3: names ready to go, <laughs> Uh but that's. I think there could be a whole series of like <laughs> just celebrities trying to guess the ages of teenagers because we have no. Like also, like style is better now because of like the internet. Oh, like that really, yeah. It's, kids dress oh my way better than we did, or at least I did.
1: Literally, <laughs> they the makeup game. They look like they're better makeup than me.
3: Yeah,
4: no, dude. There's some um, things that we've filmed in our our tries try. History where they put us in just a little bit of makeup and I'm like, who is that hottie? Yeah, mm-hmm. makeup
1: makes you look better. Also, uh, I, I want to talk to my guy friends about products. I like because that's sort of like a fun topic. What do you use? I'll work
4: on it and I'll get yeah. back to you. Honestly, so I would little, love. All right.
1: Spend a week at least. I'm just so fucking It's gonna lazy. take longer. Yeah. I'm I know f- that's the issue for me too.
4: I'm so fucking lazy. I don't and even I like love, washing my face at night. See, I, I, I
3: love uh, not washing yeah. my face at night. If yeah. I wore makeup, I'd You
1: don't wash your face at night. Ever?
3: Don't tell Becky. <laughs> I just prefer not to. I almost it make never it dry.
4: do. I just don't want. I, I just want to go boring. to fucking bed.
1: When yeah. I'm
3: done with the day, I want to be in bed as quick as. possible. <laughs> the day is over. Yeah. Floss, brush, goodbye. Floss,
1: brush, goodbye.
3: Gosh, I. It was rainy all last week here in L.A., but it's sunny out today. But I could use a little more drip, precipitation. Drop, drip. Maybe trained it's time, time for some Rainy Day trained 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 Thoughts with Rainy Here she comes to tha- rain her tra- stories tra- 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 unto
2: us. Is this tra- the actual song?
3: Here she comes to rain her stories onto us. So put away your umbrellas. It's time for girls and fellas to learn what Rainy has to say.
2: It's Rainy Day tra- Dream.
0: Baum. Dream. Baum. Wow, that was really beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
1: That put you that wrote it on Spotify. It,
4: you wrote it. I just sang it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like you also performed it and just put in our voices, which is yeah. crazy that, was that
1: you so that. Really? I'm about to take that, export it as MP3, and that's my new song. Great. Like Miles. Cool. Wow. That was harmonized. Okay. <laughs> I've got a series of questions. So the question Wait, is... Wait, should
4: we get some increasingly hot food? I think we can kind of make this like our, our test. Yeah. I tell you what,
3: this burrito is cold as heck. So if you want to start there.
1: You <laughs>
2: could put it in a car for three days. I could put it outside. I think that's a bad idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Do you think these couples would stay together after the movie ended?
4: Oh, oh, I love oh, this. okay. <laughs> because we always assume that at the end of the movie, they stay together forever. One of my favorite movies of all time, The yeah. Apartment. Someone asked the director Billy Wilder what happened to the characters afterwards. Yeah. He's like, I mean, yeah, they probably break up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <was> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people were devastated by that answer. I love it.
1: Um, okay. The Titanic, if Jack didn't die.
4: Oh, wow. That hurts. Well, they tons. would not stay
2: together.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think they that would.
3: That was a
2: vacation relationship. We've all had them. I don't know, but there was also class involved, and she also basically cut off a, uh, an engagement and her entire family. Like she basically said, fuck you, mom. She she was like, get in the boat, Rose. Get in the
1: boat. Yeah. Goodbye, mother. I have a child. Yeah, that's true. Knows, I have a
2: child. Nah, that's better. Yeah, I do a really good Billy Zane as Cal impression. You yeah, do. I yeah. Get- it's like my go-to. <laughs> well,
1: let's think about the, the
4: little details we have. Put coat bro, on let's, her.
2: Let's fucking film theory this shit, <laughs> yeah. right? Put the jewel in the coat. <laughs> put the coat on her. <laughs> that's the one you most frequently Oh, yeah, it's close. great at parties because someone starts laughing like nonstop because the so- one Titanic stand. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But we
4: see a little bit of Rose's life thereafter, right? So mm-hmm. she gets to New York.
1: That's actually, I didn't think about that. Yep. She continues. pretends
4: to be a Dawson. She starts over, but we see how she's doing as an old lady. She did pretty well for herself.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, she marries this other man. She has children because you see with the right, you're right. The, 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 the pan over the photographs. I know a lot about Titanic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it for every It's time. a cinematic masterpiece. It's amazing. It's so fucking It's a crazy I, how, movie. Do you know how they made it?
2: Oh yeah, they yeah. they use the the sound stages with the full tanks.
1: Yeah,
4: and James Cameron's the greatest fucking director ever. That's how.
1: Yeah, because I was like, I, I was just like, first of all, I don't really think the first half has that much to do with the second half.
3: It's that's the beauty of oh, the they're film. building up the
1: the I relationships. I guess the class, class to, relationships. Yeah. yeah,
4: it's getting you to invest.
1: See, I was I was sort of like these guys. These are they are not in love. Hilarious. They're not you know, good. I think based on
2: I think based on the the central premise of Rose moving away from her her lifestyle and mm-hmm. also like cutting ties with everyone she knows. Yeah, and then Jack moving in the opposite direction i can see that maybe that won't sustain itself yeah. but because it's centered around like a, a literal great trauma right i do feel like that they would mm. give it a go for a while that's yeah. a good because point. there's too much they would both be like jack was moving back to i forgot what midwestern Wisconsin, state I think. and he basically had nothing and she mm-hmm. would also leave with nothing after the tragedy Right. and she's on the run essentially right and so i think jack would be great
4: for i mean look helping her
2: out with that is rose
3: yeah.
4: running to jack or running away from the patriarchal structure of her life.
3: That's what I think. I th- yeah. I read it I would read it more as like he represented something that she wanted. And but I do think you're right about the trauma. The trauma would probably yeah. trauma
2: bond them. And just remember, when she passes away, it's not the husband she spent probably 50 plus years with in her life that meets her at the clock. It's she the goes, best dick she, she ever goes had. Back to, <laughs> to Jack. So I'm just gonna yeah. be, I'm just gonna yeah. say, yeah, I think they would have made it work. Dang. Also, considering the time period. I think you convinced uh-huh. me. I think sure. sacrificing that much for someone, especially like, you just bucked so many societal norms. Uh huh. I feel like that would sustain you for a good 10 to 15 yeah. years. And once if they had kids together, I think they would stay together too.
4: Jack and Rose, make it forever. Wow.
1: Make it forever. You heard it
2: here. Second.
1: Okay. Next up. Pride and Prejudice, Mr. Darcy, Elizabeth Bennett.
2: Ooh. I think
1: they would stay together.
2: I ag- <laughs> I
3: I agree. Yeah, absolutely. The hand. I, I think they do stay together because that's probably what all the readers believe. And if you have a, 100% of the readers believing it, it's
2: got to be true. <laughs>
1: Although I do think Enemies to Lovers is sketchy. It
2: is, but, I, but that's right. most, Pride and Prejudice is, to, I mean, again, I think it's taking time period into comedy. it too much. Yeah. yeah. If it was modern day Pride and Prejudice, yeah. I don't think they would stay together because that's a classic, like, yeah. The what is it? Enemies to lovers. Uh-huh. It's hard to work out in real life, but yeah. because of the time period and what Elizabeth represents and what Mister Darcy was representing, as they sort of like, yeah, again, were going against the expectations of their mm-hmm. of their roles. I, this is very clearly like <laughs> <laughs> talk between me and Ray. About like Pride <laughs> and Prejudice Titanic. Um, I think that um, just also both of them out of stubbornness they would stay together. Yeah. And they're honestly the most exciting intellectual. People um, in the town. People in the town. So yeah. having that, like, yeah. God, imagine being in yeah. that time period in that place and finding like your intellectual match. <sighs> that's that, gonna that's keep you going. I'm. I have chills. Like <laughs> yeah, it's seriously. just so hot. You can
3: read. <laughs> 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 that, that must have been how it was. Sometimes back then, it was like you can read and write. Oh shit! Hubba, ho, hub. oh, it's, no, it's, it's what they read. It's like right. what
2: Elizabeth mm-hmm. and yeah. Mister Darcy would be into, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Zach, what's your
4: vote? I'm, I'm not going against y'all. I, I'm on board. I, on I board. agree. I don't really remember Pride and
3: Prejudice that well. It's been a while. Do you have they done like a like a Pride and Prejudice like reboot 2022? But like the way that they slight- keep remaking Emma and. Yeah, like, but like, they, they, you know, the, it's basically just it's reskinned. Like, there's a different names on top of it, but it is exactly Pride and Prejudice. Like, I mean, exactly. It's a Jane Austen,
2: Special Pride and Prejudice, is reworked like a billion, a billion ways. times. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's probably been some form of reboot, remake, rehash over yeah. the past five years. That someone we're just not listening at home is yeah. screaming at yeah. their yeah. at their, yeah. at their AirPods Vince right
3: Vaughn now. was in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was of Vince course, Vaughn. Um, Fire Fire Island. <laughs> the Hulu oh, oh, there oh. it is. Yeah, it was I I you're right. a right. retell. Rage. Of Pride and Prejudice from the yeah. gay Asian male perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's just a. I mean, I'm not like an, an Austin stan, yeah. but Pride and Prejudice just like really gets me. Oh, yeah. And the Kira Knightley, uh, Matthew McFadden version, mm. you cannot. You cannot. With the sweeping score. <laughs> and Kira just standing there. <laughs> For the there going, record, that was Rainey who, who was, was rainy eating, who is mm. eating it up. <laughs> uh, She's she just standing there in the rain <laughs> with a jaw on. Kira. And You're, Matthew in that, uh, I can't believe Matthew McFadden's on Succession. He is playing the top, playing like almost like a, a, such a different role from Mr. Darcy. Okay, now I'm thinking about Atonement. Oh, Atonement. Oh, Atonement. Oh, yeah. I was say Succession.
1: I thought was a comedy, and I started watching it, and I did not think it was funny. Succession.
2: It's a very
3: it, it dark. comedy. Is funny, okay, okay. but it's. Not always.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time, it's really intense. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a Kira Knightley Renaissance.
1: Oh, me too. Yeah, where's it's she been? At? Past time. What's she, she
2: doing? doing? Where? Where has she been? She's been yeah. doing roles here and there. Kira.
4: Um, yeah. She just chilling. My name is
2: Domino. My favorite thing is like the TikToks are so just like, oh snow. It's just like people like doing the Kira voice. <laughs> yeah. is So specific. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Next one: Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock in *The Proposal*.
4: I don't, I have no I opinion that. on this.
1: <laughs> you guys haven't watched it? I don't Wait, think I've
3: seen the proposal. But are we talking? How could to... you be so incredulous with that <laughs> it's question?
1: It's a big movie.
3: But I it's know, not like, I wouldn't say that's the top I'm really not a romantic comedy.
1: Boy. Oh my gosh, this is exciting because we're going to get engagement. <laughs> People are going to write in and be like, The proposal is the biggest movie in the world.
2: No, what year did the proposal come out? Okay, give us the basic plot line of proposal. 2009.
1: Yeah, the basic plot is essentially Sandra Bullock is like a nightmare boss. Ryan Reynolds is her assistant, obviously in publishing, and he wants to like get a promotion. She is Canadian, and so she has to go to um, – she's getting deported. she's
3: getting deported. But she
1: needs a green card, so they go to Alaska to visit his family, and they learn everything about each other. And then they like quote unquote fall in love, but I think I'm gonna say
2: they're not staying together. Yeah, anymore. I'm gonna it's say messy. they're not and staying together. She's his boss. Maybe I've seen yeah. this movie. Yeah, and I'm gonna say that's a, bad, no. that's a bad. No, it's a bad idea. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna say there that. You know. I'm gonna say that we're gonna um, <laughs> move on.
2: <laughs> I mean you could you could cite like uh what are the biggest rom coms of the era? Like yeah, How, how yeah. to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh
1: my gosh, I love that one. <laughs> I love that one. Are you
2: a rom-com? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Of course I'm, she is. I'm a queen. Okay. Uh,
1: you're you're a rom-com boy. I'm, I'm just
2: you, a cinephile, so I just like anything that's just but you Enjoyable. like these these rom coms that are just like you like also fun trashy rom coms. Oh yeah,
1: like I mean, how to lose a guy in ten days? I do think is I'm just sort of like you can she can do it just because she's hot doesn't mean she can lose a guy in ten days. But
2: I think that they didn't stay together. <laughs> no, I think the prompt the of them, like- <laughs> but it, it's like a challenge, right? They were challenged to basically right. do the opposite of one another. Yeah, and if your whole relationship premise is based on like the challenge of you're a womanizer and you're trying to stick with someone versus uh-huh. you can prove that you can, like, make a guy hate you. Yeah. It's, the it's groundwork isn't there. The foundation's isn't there. It's just, just two beautiful people who, like, right. had a cute moment. Who are sort moment. of witty. Yeah. I just yeah. looked up a list of the best rom-coms of
4: all time, and this list is wild. It has Eternal Sunshine as the number three. It was not a rom-com. That's
2: Interesting. weird. Oh, but do they stay together? Let's, let's get into your your lane. Yeah.
4: I, I mean, the whole point of it is how they're kind of doomed and destined to— no, they don't stay together, but then they're going to keep doing it again because yeah. love is heartbreak. Yeah, I agree. But you, it's like, it's the pain that you will, will gladly go back to again and again. Absolutely. That's ultimately the ending of it's that It's kind movie. of like
2: in itself a critique of the idea of, it's like subverting the idea of what you expect from and I actually I just rewatched Journal
4: Sunshine and I feel like the the takeaway of that is that like even if most relationships are doomed to hurt you mm-hmm. and rip your heart out and leave you with a pain deeper because if you you know, most relationships don't work out. Yeah. And you are going to be left with a pain unlike any wound you have ever felt in your life, and it is totally worth it. And it is a mm-hmm. it is a it is a pain that you will gladly sign up for again and again and again because the highs associated with it are better than anything else on earth. And that's pretty fucking
2: beautiful. It it's a top tier movie, top 10 for me. It's a good one. What's it's your favorite rom com, Rainey?
1: Oh, what's my favorite? Um, you know what? I actually just, I don't know if this is my favorite, but I just saw Plus One. Have you seen that movie? Anybody? Who's, Who's that with? That? Maya Erskine and John. J- I love Jack Maya Quaid.
2: Erskine.
1: Yeah. And Meg Ryan's son. Do you know Maya that
2: was Erskine? a Netflix movie. Her, I don't know if their fiance or boyfriend <gasps> yeah. Is the lead from Sky, Sky High. High. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe I that. Saw couple. Them to, I saw them together in an event and I was like, Oh, it I, mean, I love this. You I'm saw them so, together, yeah. It was, it was, I was just like, well, for me being a nerd, I was just like, oh, he's he's from he's from other great things too. But <sighs> he's Sky High he
4: dated some very cool people. We just did yeah. this on guilty pleasures. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was
1: like, yeah, who was it? They were like really. It, he ran the like. Oh, the, plus uh, one has he,
2: um. He dated uh, the nepotism baby. Jack, Ryan's son. Yes, Jack I Quaid. Also, he, from he yeah the boys. He's yes, really hot. It's just on your list of people. In my absence from the tripod, I just keep getting updates. I'm just like, I'm always like, how's Rainy doing? And they're like, well, he's like, well, she has a list of people she wants to yep, maybe I got, kiss. I sort of have
1: a, my crush list that <laughs> I just read to you guys. She has an
4: extensive crush list.
1: Yeah. Wait, wait. I was
4: just showing. Okay. So my Erskine's husband, Michael Angarano oh, yeah. from Sky High. Yeah. He's dated. Uh, uh,
3: uh, why am I blanking on her Kristen name? Kristen Stewart.
4: Kristen Stewart yeah. and Juno Temple. And is married to Maya Erskine. That's what, like crazy. what a
3: probably crazy. really awesome. I couldn't be more lost in these conversations.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just like. What's your favorite rom com, Keith?
3: I don't have one. I I, <laughs> I and I like. I don't know it when people are saying celebrities' names. I nothing pops in okay, my head. No Bella image. Fr-
4: Bella from Twilight. Okay. Uh, uh uh. What's her name? The the from from Ted Lasso. Keely. Oh my gosh. The
3: the famous woman from Ted Lasso. B- blonde. I kind of can see her, but not not. They're together. They they have dated. Cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you watch Ted Lasso? Yeah. Did you like
3: it? Yeah. It's pretty it good. was, but the problem with Ted Lasso, the only problem, <laughs> if the, the easy yeah. isn't a problem, is that every single episode resolves, so I have no desire to watch the next one.
2: But then they get oh, they get a little darker in the later season, do they? Because yeah. like yeah. the first
3: season, I, I loved it, but I was like, I don't need to watch another episode. Everything works out. Mm. and most shows keep you hooked because they everything works out and then a new problem is presented. But instead of that, everything just works out and he's so unbelievably nice. Everybody's like, hmm, I guess everything's just going to be okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's an adorable show and I get its purpose and it was great during the pandemic, but uh-huh. it just didn't make me want to watch it. Mm. There was a stretch during season two. Well, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Long, so we can <laughs> but I I I've, <laughs> I've loved everyone on it. I thought the show was great. I just didn't watch it more.
2: What was the last rom-com if they stay together or not? Oh, let's see. I um, want one that Keith can comment on.
3: Oh, I liked uh, Knocked Up.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Do they? I like Grand romantic comedies to be like Seth Rogen style of humor, I think, raunchy. more than. Yeah, just like really, really funny and not mm-hmm. just so formulaic. Uh, guy comes into town, or and gar- guy girl don't get along. Then they get along. Then they date. Then someone does something stupid, and then they come back to each other. See, like,
1: I could watch that plot over uh, and over and over and over and over. Again. I can watch that, but yeah. it has to
3: be really fucking funny and reinvent something about it. Whereas, like, knocked up, I thought reinvented something about it. They were forced to be together, and it just had a tonal difference. It had as a tonal well, difference, which and is I probably liked, what you. Yeah, yeah do you think they would stay to. together? Yeah, seems like they really had a real relationship by the end of that film, and they. But I think It was a great situation Of like These people are unlikely To be together But they Mm -hmm. must now be together Or at least Children change
2: that formula Exactly Pretty drastically You don't have many rom-coms With with kids involved Yeah That's why I think I liked it Isn't today Thanksgiving?
1: Today is Thanksgiving
3: Did you watch the parade? (laughs) Did you catch your own turkey? (laughs) Did you skin your potatoes, pop pop, pop them in a little bath of boiling water and mash them up with cream and butter? Have you made your cranberries into gelatin? Have you carved
2: said turkey?
4: I haven't done a single one of these things.
2: Ever? Or maybe you're celebrating an un-Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yes. Non-Thanksgiving more yeah, focus on dinner a, party. Yeah. Or like learn party. learn more about the uh, indigenous cultures mm. and uh, try to like yeah. decolonize the meal. I think that's yeah. always a cool thing to really try to focus on because it's very hard with family oh, yeah. traditions. Oh yeah. I re- yeah,
3: I because I don't ever actually go home to my family. I don't think I do anything ab- Thanksgiving-y other than I cook the standard menu, but I always try to put something else that's not on the standard menu in just because Turkey's not the most delicious food. Check out some
2: uh, like native recipes. That's Mm. what people often suggest. Yeah. Like look up indigenous chefs and that there's something really interesting. And um, because you automatically like food is kind of like the first window for a lot of people into culture. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it seems like something that hopefully people start looking into more during the holiday. Yeah. Yeah, Even if it's one dish, maybe it'll it'll start a conversation with maybe Mm -hmm. some more traditional family members. Mm -hmm. Um, What do we
4: think of asking what you're thankful for? Is that. I think it's okay. We can. I think. Is that too trite.
3: I think being thankful is good.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't. I don't. I think though it should maybe not be just belonging to late late November. I think people <laughs> should like reflect, reflect on their thing. In fact, every time I have a dinner party and there's a lot of people together, I'm like, oh, I'm just so happy we're all together. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a whole speech, but you should be like acknowledge that this is nice. Yeah, it's nice to be able to do this. What are you thankful for, Rainy?
1: I am thankful for Stevenskeep. You know Steven's Keep?
3: No, I He's don't even know guy? where the space in between those words are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is. It Steve Enskeep? or really Steven's? Sure what saying. Steve space Inskeep.
3: Wow, Steven's it was that keep. one. I thought it was Steven's Keep. keep. I thought there was Steven, Steven and I thought and it was like keep. I don't know a resale store, store like Steven's. Come keep. on down
4: to
1: Steven's, Steven's
3: Keep. keep. <laughs> we got sweaters. We got pants. We got buckets of ants.
1: No, no, no. He's an he's a NPR host, Oh. and he's like the most okay boomer guy ever. But for some reason, I just really fuck with him. Like, I'm just like, you're just like funny, and I like hearing you're the news from you. thankful for him? So I'm grateful for Steven Skeep on Up First at NPR.
2: You're thankful. Oh, is that a podcaster?
1: Yeah, well, he's he's like a radio host. I think he even, he, he was the one who tried to interview Trump that one time that they got Trump on, and Trump- like, last, like, three minutes, but he kept asking, like, questions that he didn't like. So he left. Well, oh. he all call. We, should,
2: we should all be thankful to another podcaster. Yeah. Who keeps us sane. Mm. Exactly. I'll go. Uh, mine yeah. recently, I mean, it's no secret. I, I I'm love a good crime podcast. Oh, yeah. I, I also love anything just about, like, um historical tragedies. I've been really into shipwrecks recently. Oh. I, I think I need the context, and I know why mm. a lot of, like, even, like, my sister listens. She likes to... Contextualize the world as like this uh-huh. is true evil, so maybe I can yeah. like be a little more even keeled in my life. Yeah. I don't have to worry about everything. Mm-hmm. Um And I listen to I'm mean, obviously listen to like the typical like crime junkies, yeah. etc. But there's one called Red Handed from the UK uh, with Hannah and um uh, Saruti. Uh, Saruti, apologies if I can't am mispronouncing, yeah. but there it's fantastic. It's Ooh. kind of like somewhere between. Crime Junkie and like a my favorite murder, mm-hmm. but they're also British, which I enjoy. Anyway, did you? Watch- I'm thankful for them. I've been listening uh, a lot to them.
4: It's so funny to me that the type, and I know it's very common, that people who listen to crime podcasts as like a soothing activity. I know.
1: You
2: love it. It's, it's, oh, very, it's strange. very strange. Great love drives. Yeah. Sure. Really Can you explain good it? Why is it trip. soothing? I feel like so when I hear about true evil. Mm-hmm it makes me realize one, some things I can be a little less mad about uh-huh. and some uh-huh. things I can be more mad about. Yeah. <laughs> but knowing that there's like someone who did this despicable thing yeah. and that they exist, it kind of, I don't know, It that's it a regulates. weird form of regulation uh-huh. for me emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if, I, and I think especially if you're uh, essentially since a lot of victims have historically been women and yeah. a lot of listeners of crime podcasts are uh-huh. women, yeah. I know that at least for my friends, it's a similar thing, especially probably even deeper for them. Yeah. Which is like this idea of like, it's not like, ooh, salacious, lovely. Like uh-huh. some people maybe, but yeah. some people are just like, there's something weirdly psychologically Right. Yeah. Regulatory about it, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. I have a similar reaction to it.
1: Yeah. Did you watch only Murders in the Building? Yes. Did you love it?
2: I enjoyed it. I just like the I, I <laughs> like Selena and I Haven't like to watch um, season two. I like the old sort of guard comedy of Steve Martin. I and couldn't Martin
1: believe, because I sort of like didn't totally, I, I was a little too, leave? no, 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 I, I was like a little too young for Steve Martin. So I saw him on the show. I was like, this uh, guy is amazing. Oh my God. And, Where'd this
3: guy come from?
1: Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> this my guy's gosh. A he's <laughs> he really been funny. Way before this. yeah. <laughs> you seen uh, the- Martin Short I thought was good too. <laughs> and yeah. him when
3: he was he's young. hilarious.
1: How no, was he hot? He's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> he was a cutie. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Salt
3: and pepper.
1: <laughs> Salt and pepper.
3: I... I know who I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for Matt Pat. Not only is a person who makes great content that I actually watch a lot of game theory and film theory are just very well constructed uh, episodic stuff on the internet, but he made a really great video about our whole situation. Mm. And I thought he did a great job of like helping other people understand things. Thought yes. it was really good. It was a really, good. really well done video he uh, um, also was a homie and
4: gave us a heads up before it came out yeah, which he's is not egg. something that oh, many nice. other people have done yeah
3: he's just and uh, i just think very highly of their content uh and their production model and i think he's a great ambassador for like youtube as an entertainment industry like he is always like writing about like he is in think pieces he writes think pieces he like smart. takes it very seriously mm-hmm. and he legitimizes our space uh, often, as, as often as other people delegitimize it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what about you?
3: Um,
4: well, hey, if you're listening to this, I'm thankful for you because...
2: Oh, me
1: too. Oh, yeah, me too. And me too.
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we get to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. We're talking about podcasts I'm before My one that I love right now is called Script Apart. It's hosted mm. by this guy, Al Horner. And what he does is he'll get screenwriters to talk about a movie and they look at the first oh, draft. Oh, that's really interesting. So they look at like the first draft they wrote and then talk about what changes happen between when they wrote the first draft and the final movie that you saw. And oftentimes, if you don't know this, movies are wildly different. I mm-hmm. mean, there will be characters, f- full plot lines, yeah. sets, that, that don't make it to the final film. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really fascinating to to see that process. And it also just reminds you as a creative person that you have to fail, right? You have to write something. It's wrong. Now you see it and you do it again and you you hone it over time. You get it, you know, each time you chip away and get a little closer. So even things that you think of as the most brilliant th- movies that you've ever seen, such as The Proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the spy who dumped me. The spy who yeah. dumped me mm. doesn't always start that way. Mm. Yeah, it's a super cool pod. Yeah. Well, hot yeah. damn. I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Thanks for choosing to spend some of it with us. We love you. Is that we, the. We appreciate you. We appreciate. We appreciate. You. No. We hope that you <laughs> find yourself a celebo.
2: God.
4: <laughs> and. Thanks for... W-
2: and lols.
4: Thanks for watching. Thanks for chilling. Thanks for being and here. And hopefully
2: I'll be able to drop in every now and then. Like a ghost. Mm. Like a poltergeist. Mm. Like a polch? Oh, yes. You know? Polty. Polty G? Yeah. No, Keith, you just immediately <laughs> abbreviated it. <laughs>
3: Polty G. Polty G sounds pretty cool, though.
2: Keith, hit us
4: with the a fish trot this
3: pulti ga pulti pulty ga pulti ga pulti pulti pulty G, a pulti-pulti-g, a pulti-g, a pulti-pulti-pulti-g, flying potty through G. your house, knocking over your glasses. Pulti-g, a pulti-pulti-g, g-g, pushing you down and showing your asses. Pulti-g, a pulti-pulti-g, tripod. Oh, and thank you to Clingsbury
4: Crunch for sponsoring this episode.
3: Have a good-ass week!